0: The one thing I had to learn, and it was probably the hardest lesson I had to learn, was not to be reactionary Good. because I don't know what their day is like. I don't know what he's dealt with, and if he's going to text me and he is now on the defense automatically, I can't sit there and be reactionary to what he's saying.
1: Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us today. If you have not already, you guys subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or have left us a review, we would love your feedback and just anything that you're wanting us to talk about, we would love to talk about that with you. So be sure to go and do that. But today I'm so excited to introduce an amazing guest. Her name is Alex Dilworth and Alex is actually one of our BKF team members. So welcome, Alex. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Well, and a little bit about Alex, you guys, Um, she is wife to Marshall, mom to M and Thatcher and has been married a couple of years. She is a blended family, Mm -hmm. um, but she is also our project manager and event coordinator for the ministry. We absolutely love you guys and we love what um, she brings to the ministry and just who she is as a a person. And um, today we're just so excited because we're going to be talking about kind of a tougher topic when it comes to blended families, and that is co-parenting and your blended family. And this is going to be from a mom's perspective. Um, but first, before we dive into that, Alex, just tell us a little bit about you, your family, things that you enjoy to do, yeah. um,
0: hobbies, things like that, just okay. so the audience can get to know you. Yeah. So um, we've been married two years, um, March 19th. Um, I was a single mom for 10 years. Um, Marshall came around and was all of my check boxes that I asked the Lord for. And we have a one-year-old baby Thatcher who is wonderful. And he's the boy that I thought I did not want, but (laughs) could not live without. Um, But we're a super active family. We're a CrossFit family. We love being outside and hiking. Um, And yeah, we we just enjoy being with one another on the weekends, especially. So yeah.
1: Yeah, no. You, you have a beautiful family. We love when Thatcher and Em come up to the office and um, you know take pictures and yes. do all the fun things. And so, yeah, it's been a joy getting to know them and getting to know Marshall and um, and getting to be a, a part of your story. Um, I know that when Alex and I first met, you were a single mom. And yeah. then I remember when you met Marshall and like the whole process of you guys dating and then getting engaged and getting mm-hmm. married and then having Thatcher. So it's truly been an honor to like be a part of your story and watch you guys grow in your blended family. Well, thanks. Yeah. It's an uh, honor to be a part of the team and mm-hmm. actually work with blended families. Yeah. No, and we um, we just appreciate all that Alex brings. And, and just your point of view and your perspective, I know that um, we've had some you know intimate conversations about co-parenting and you know how how that's been tough and just the things that you guys have done to work through all of that and I love your heart and Marshall's heart um, behind that and just your perspective and so I'm excited because we're going to get to hear from Alex about that today and so today you guys we want to talk about some do's and don'ts um, when it comes to co-parenting and some best practices some things that you know we may not want to do and so um, yeah I guess first Alex you know just let's just dive into But yeah, you know, tell us a little bit, maybe, um, you know, a a little bit about your story and kind of your co-parenting situation and maybe some things that you've done that have really, um, helped you and your co-parent work together. And then we can also talk about maybe some things that haven't worked well and where you had to learn those hard lessons.
0: (laughs) Yep. So I, I got pregnant in college and, um, super young, uh, we got married and, um, divorced very shortly after, um, and we have been co-parenting ever since, obviously, but uh, definitely a, a tough road, um, yeah. especially when you don't live in the same state. And yeah. so we have traversed the um, switching back and forth. What does that look like? Um, uh, communication has, is not my strong suit and I am yeah. still learning. Um, and he, he's more of a communicator than I am. Um but there have been really good times, there've been really bad times. Yeah. Um but our our focus has always been the health and well being of the child. And so um that's the one thing we can agree on. Yeah. So um yeah, it's it the first couple of years were really difficult, but we're kind of in a in a good season right now yeah. and it's
1: it's good. When your child gets older it gets a little bit a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, how has that changed? You know, co-parenting as a single mom. So you said you were a single mom for 10 years. I yeah. was for almost six years. So really can understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from on that. And and when you're a single parent co-parenting, it's, it's dynamically different yeah. from whenever you get married and you bring somebody else in the, in the picture. So um, maybe talk about, you know, how it was with you as a single mom compared to how it is now with you and Marshall doing it together with your co-parent. Yes. Yeah. Single parent co-parenting, Um,
0: I, I just didn't have the confidence in myself as a parent, um, because things can get ugly and it's not that I have any disdain for her father at all. He's a great dad. It was more of, I just, I was not, um, bold enough in my speech to stand firm on who I was in in Jesus, um, who I was as a mom. And that was a really hard lesson for me to be able to go, you know what? No, this is who I am. The Lord says these things and then overriding those lies with truths. It was then that I was, I was able to start communicating well with him. Yeah. And so, um, and then Marshall comes in and he is, a massive communicator. (laughs) He is. (laughs) (laughs) And so he has really pushed me in a good way to set those healthy boundaries and to stick to those boundaries because as a single parent, it's really hard to stick to those boundaries. Um, I was always wavering in them and, um, I might have used the, well, I'm Holy Spirit led a little too much yeah, um, and use that as an excuse to let something slide when I probably shouldn't have. And so um, Marshall is that healthy balance to me of, okay, no, we set this boundary. We're going to keep it. Yeah.
1: No. And I think that's so good. And, and And I resonate with that so much. I remember being a single mom and um, and having a lot of fear that if I didn't do this, okay, we may go back to court. Or um, if, if I don't do this, it's really going to upset them. And then it's going to cause more strife. And yeah. so I think I compromised mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and I think a lot of uh, single parents do that. We're in that right. co-parenting situation, whether you're, um, you know, mom or dad, um, you know, we hear from a lot of dads, uh, single parent dads who, um, who often they feel like they don't, they don't have much of a say, or maybe when they went through the divorce, the divorce papers aren't necessarily fair. So they feel like they have to compromise a lot, yeah. um, but I know um, you know as a as a as a mom, I, I remember doing that as well. And you do those boundaries are so um, one boundaries are biblical, yeah. um, and but two, being able to keep those boundaries um, it it adds a level of protection to emotionally, yes, you know, mentally, um, even spiritually, um, drawing those boundaries and sticking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so with so now you know now that uh, Marshall is in the picture, um, you know, how has that co-parenting dynamic changed in a sense of do y'all co-parent together? Mm-hmm. Um, like say, cause I know we've talked about um, like having a, um, a text th- thread together yeah. or group discussion. Is it more you and bio dad or, mm-hmm. you know, how do y'all go about co-parenting together as the three? Because your ex is not married yet. Correct?
0: No, he is not. Okay. He's a full-time medical residency student. And okay. so he, and he lives in Oklahoma. Um, he prefers to speak with me and I have no problem with that. Um, a lot of it is done through text, just solely based on his schedule. Um, and, but really if something comes up between me and M's dad that I don't really know how to handle, or I don't know how to respond well to, um, I will have the conversation with Marshall before I respond because Marshall is a man and he can understand from a man's perspective. It's been really helpful for me for Marshall to be like, Hey, this is how you need to approach this. This is probably a healthier way. Mm-hmm. And then I can actually see the change of response that the defense has taken off and now we're both on the offense playing together. And so that has probably been the most beneficial thing being yeah. partnered now with somebody in co-parenting. Um, we tried the whole texting all together. That was not for us. And actually yeah. our our marriage counselor was like, this is not healthy. This is probably going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. So go ahead and just end that.
1: And so we did. And that's what works for us. So that's okay. Yeah. Well, and what works for someone may, you know, not work for somebody else or, you know, vice versa. And so, no, I love that. Um, Yeah, and and we've done the same thing. You know, we've we um for us personally we have um a a tech star that has all four of us on it and that's we use that mainly for um, hey, you know, Michael did this today, or he scored a touchdown, or sending videos and pictures and things like that. Um but then yes, having that direct communication is always good. And we know in everyone's situation that cannot be the case. We know that a lot of um co parents have what you hear a lot of is a high conflict co parenting Mm -hmm. situation. And I know that we've been in seasons where I I've had to give Scott the reins because I could, I was too emotional, um, to, um, to handle conversations and I, and I would react out of anger and get defensive. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and I love um, what you said about having that positive sounding board with Marshall. I know Scott has done the same thing with me where I've sent him like, Hey, you know, "I, I need to respond. Like, how should I do this? You know, in, in a, um, a, a not so, or I should say a more of a loving way. Yeah. yeah. In a nice in way. An honoring, in an honoring and that's respectful way. That's what we're
0: way. called to do. We're supposed right. to honor and respect them. And how are our children going to learn to honor and
1: respect this situation and their father exactly. They don't see it with us? No, that's so good. Um, and you're right. Like I think from a man's perspective, um, because men's number one, you know, mega need, and Pastor Jimmy Evans talks about this a lot at Exo Marriage, but it's honor and respect. And, yeah. um, you know, and whether that's you know, a friend or your dad or your husband or your former spouse, um, men, you know, that's, that's something that they, um, that they need. And so, um, being able to give that to them, like you said, in a a loving and an honor, honoring and respectful way. Um, we want to do that to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, and so, but yeah, Scott's had to do that in some seasons as well. And, and, um, and, and it's good because it can take off the defense and it, it uh, enables um, positive co-parenting, mm-hmm. um, great communication. Um, whereas if you would have gone down the other road and maybe sent that text, you know, before they looked at it, it could have, it could have gone
0: re-reading the text over and over and over again until you're like, okay, Holy Spirit, is this good enough to send? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. And being prayerful about <laughs> it. But yeah. So, you know, some do's and don'ts to co-parenting, Alex, like what would you say, um, and I know one thing that we talked about was communication. So, um, you know, having that open dialogue, mm-hmm. uh, with your co-parent and trying to have healthy, effective communication, what are some do's or some, um, some positive things that people can do to, to start that or yeah. to have that? I think the, the one thing I had to learn, and it was
0: probably the hardest lesson I have to learn was not to be reactionary That's Good, because I don't know what their day is like. Yeah. Um, and dad is works in a hospital. For 12 hours. I don't know what he's dealt with. And if he's going to text me and he is now on the defense automatically, I can't sit there and be reactionary to what he's saying. Yeah. I don't know what he's walking through. Mm-hmm. So I usually have to take a backseat and go, okay, I need to just think for a second mm-hmm. and be soft and graceful in how I'm speaking because if I'm not reactionary, there's no there's no reason for him to be defensive to me. Yeah. And so if I'm coming on the offense and I am being respectful and I am being honoring, there's there's nothing left for them to do but to be honoring respectful back. Yeah. Um, it actually really diffuses the situation. Mm-hmm. But there are times where I I will sit and I will say, okay, I'm not going to respond to this right now. Mm-hmm. And there are times where he will he will ask like, why haven't you answered my question yet? Well. I don't want to sit here and say something I can't take back right? because my, my tongue is a two-edged sword. So I'd mm-hmm. rather be uplifting to you yeah. rather than degrading to you. You're yeah. my child's father and wh- whatever our relationship looks like. I have to make sure that I am respecting and honoring you. So my daughter does the same thing.
1: No, I think that's so good. And I think it's such a healthy perspective to look at. And when we can posture ourselves in that moment, because that's, it's hard whenever you receive, um, you know, maybe a not so nice text message or one where you want to react out of it, you know, having the self-control to do that. And I love this pastor, Jimmy Evans says, you fight one spirit with another. So if you're feeling like there's a spirit of disunity or conflict Um, having that, um, the patience and having the grace and just the forethought of, you know what, I don't have to respond to this. And I know that there's some of us that feel like we have to. Mm -hmm. And to that, I would say, sit with God and ask what is in you that makes you feel like you have to do that in that moment? Um, Because oftentimes that can just be um, the enemy kind of like tugging at us or poking Mm -hmm. at us to, you know, want to feed into that conflict. Whereas when we can think about it and, um, ask the Holy spirit. And then he can say, Hey, take a moment, pause, like be still, listen to me. Um, and then when we can speak out of a place of grace and truth and love, um, it's a completely different situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. And, um, you know, one of the other things, um, for dues that I think that, um, this is where it kind of goes wonky in, um, blended families is committing positive talk about the other parent in the house. So we we talk a lot about, do not talk negatively about the other parent Mm -hmm. in front of the child. Because to your point, you were just saying with him like um, that, you know, you want her to honor and respect her dad and you want her to, um, to think great things about Mm -hmm. him and, um, and see him in the light that Jesus sees him in the light. And I know that this can be really hard, especially for co-parents, you know, maybe your relationship ended in a really traumatic divorce or they, you know, there are things that they did to you that hurt you, but Mm -hmm. that's where forgiveness and repentance come in. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, whenever we, don't do that in front of their children. We are modeling just the Christ-like behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you speak into that a little bit? Uh, Oh yeah. Um,
0: like I said, the first probably five years of co-parenting, they were not pretty at all. Um, I, he was angry. I was angry. Um, a lot of words were said that shouldn't have been said. Um, but talking ill about him is one thing I, I would have never done Mm -hmm. because the Lord, chose us to be M's parents and there's nobody who can dad better than him to her. Yeah. And so that is one thing I've had to keep repeating to myself is the Lord chose him specifically. Do I know why he allowed me to have a baby in college? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But could I live without her? No. And do I, I, I re- I respect that he stood up and was like, I'm going to parent, I'm going to be here. And that was the best decision that he could have ever made. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. But the, the first five years was just, it was rough. And I lost a lot of who I was as a mom. I started hiding behind M. She became my identity Mm. and I have had to work to crawl out of that um, and find my own identity in Christ again. And once I started doing that, I realized I was Um, letting go of a lot of the control he had with me emotionally and it's emotional space. I have control over. I allow anyone to control my emotional space and I was allowing him to dictate that. And Mm. as soon as I stopped that boundary, things really did change and I, my communication became better. Um, and he started treating me differently. Mm. Once he started treating me differently, it was okay. Like, breathe breathe deep but that was a 5 year like it yeah. was a 5 year jericho wall of you know lord yeah. when is this wall going to fall down mm-hmm. like i'm so over this i'm so done i don't know how many times i went to lord and was like i'm done doing the single parent thing <laughs> i'm over it just <gasps> just bring me somebody and he was just like no like we're yeah we still have a lot to work on. Yeah. We have a lot to forgive. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of bitterness and resentment that's seeded that we've got to uproot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I walked all of that. I think the best thing was I walked all of that through him. I never really hid anything from her. Yeah. I, I did, I hid what her dad and I were walking through, mm-hmm. but I always reiterated like your dad loves you. Yeah. He's there for you. Yeah. Um, Uh, he wants the best for you and he is doing the one thing he loves right now. And that is becoming a doctor. Yeah. Trying to make sure that you have every possible and opportunity, every opportunity possible for the rest of your life. Like what better, our own father does that for us
1: in heaven. So why wouldn't your earthly father do that for you? Yeah, no, that's so good. And you know, with that, with that, with everything that you're saying, Alex, I hear two things. I hear the positive talk about, you know, you being a positive influence for their, their parent to the, to the child. Mm -hmm. Um, but also on the flip side of that, you know, um, uh, with, with, with the negative, not allowing the negative talk, you know, so you're, you're positively talking and then just making a commitment to, you know what, I'm not going to negatively talk about Mm -mm. them in front of the child. And I know Scott and I, um, you know, when we went through our litigation season, we made that a point. We were like, you know what? We're we're not going to talk negatively about my ex and his wife or even the situation in front of our son, mm-hmm. um, because we saw what that was doing to them. And we were in that space for a while where that was going on. And wow. we had to ask for forgiveness and we had to repent for that as well. Um, but no, I love everything you said. So you guys, so far, you know, um, some, some do's and don'ts. So, you know, make you know, co-parenting and open dialogue, have that good, healthy yeah. communication. Um, and if you can't do it yourselves, maybe it's that your spouse takes that over um, in a season. If that's healthy for your relationship. If that's relationship, healthy for your yeah, relationship. But then also, you know, committing to positively talking about the step-parent mm-hmm. or, or I'm sorry, the co-parent um, and um, you know, not not doing that negative talk. So one of the things, so the, one of the next do's and don'ts that I wanna talk about is agreeing on boundaries and behavioral guidelines. Cause I know you yeah. said earlier, Alex, you said that you had to create boundaries and learn to stick mm-hmm. with them. So maybe talk about like what you can do to stick with them or kind of your experience with that or what you did to stick to your um, boundaries and like what not to do when it comes to yeah falling on the wayside of boundaries. I think the biggest
0: boundary I set was if we were on the phone or there was a text message strike going on that, and we could have ha- been having a great conversation before, but it took a hard left and I was not ex- expecting it. Um, and now I find myself on the defense of, I need to defend myself. You're not right. I'm right. All of those things. It was more of a, okay. Until we can diffuse either you or I, or both. Yeah. I'm ending this conversation. Yeah. And I will not have the conversation until it's done. Yeah. And Marshall, like I said, he's, he really keeps me on track with this. Um, but I, I had to learn it as a single parent of I I don't have to sit here and listen to this. I don't have to be disrespected just like you don't have to be disrespected. Um and I, I will say that on the phone is yeah. until until someone can diffuse, this conversation is over. Yeah. And I will politely answer, I will I will hang up the phone. I'm telling you beforehand, this is what I'm doing. We will pick up this conversation, but it's not gonna be right now yeah. because at this point only hurtful words are going to be exchanged. Yeah. And if it's a disagreement over health or well-being or school or extracurricular activities, we're entering junior high, schedules are about to get really crazy. Yeah, We just have to keep the open communication. We might not agree, but if we can keep the communication line going, yeah. we eventually will come to a resolve with it. Yeah, Will it be the ideal resolve that we want probably not yeah. but if we can just agree to disagree on okay this is the best path for us
1: we can actually just move forward yeah no that's so good yeah i know bound, and boundaries boundaries are hard they're hardest to stick to so but hard. um but again i think when you when you understand you know, in any co-parenting situation, you know, um, you know, I don't have to answer that text message right now. Or you know what? Like, this is what where we draw the line, and this is what we mm-hmm. are going to do as a family, um, and not compromising that. I think that that um, one. I think that it can show your co-parent like where you draw that hard line, and then there can at you know at some point be an understanding and a respect that's built mm-hmm. up over time for that. Um, but it also, um, you know, at the same time, too, I, I think it also says, um, you know, from the other side that, hey, you know, I'm not going to continue this. I'm not going to um, compromise my mental health or my, um, you know, relationships or anything like that as well. And so, man, those are so good, Alex. Well, I, I know we're coming to a closing. So one of the final questions that we ask all of our guests, and I know you know this because you're a part <laughs> of the ministry, but what is a blended kingdom family to you? A blended kingdom family to me is
0: one who has come in unity under the Father and has decided we are going to do this differently. We're going to do this Christ-centered and we aren't going to compromise. And our goal is to walk with people in the kingdom and into the kingdom. So however we can get that done, let's do it. No, oh,
1: that's so good. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining with us today. Alex, thank you so much for sharing with us. It's been uh, just an honor to have Alex share her perspective on co-parenting with all of you. And you guys, um, if you haven't already, please leave us a review. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be notified anytime an episode comes out. We pray that you all have an amazing and blessed day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.